This podcast is created by Home Build Zambia to help you as you start and manage your home building project. The podcast is for educational purposes only. Seek professional advice to get specific help for your project. Enjoy this week's show. Welcome to an architect and a DJ builder home podcast. I'm the architect and I'm the DJ. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. We're glad you're here. Yes, we are. Yeah. And uh, today, continuing our conversation about where it is that you start when building your own home, mm-hmm. we'll be talking about your team. Yes. The team that you hire. Why it's important to get the right people, what they're there to do, and a few other things as well concerning that. That's what today's show is about. But before we get into the show, DJ, give us today's music trivia. Today's music trivia is a bit tricky because you really have to know your music. And the last one was really easy. The last one was really easy, so I wanted to yeah. make up for you know for being for going easy on you last time. So our music trivia for today is a song. Yeah. Pay attention. A song that was done by one half of Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic. One half of Silk Sonic, and in the particular song by one half of Silk Sonic. What they are saying is that you can depend on them. You can depend on the one half of Silk Sonic. Mm. What is that song? And of course, the reason we have picked this song is because we're talking about, you know, getting the right people um, on your team and you yeah. being able to to count on uh, on those people. Yeah. So yeah, that's what we put that song. If you know what it is, uh, do let us know. That's a hard one. It is hard. I have to research that one. You have no idea. No. You I would don't. ever know. <laughs> yeah. I picked a difficult one this week. All right, okay. let's get into today's topic. Yeah. Uh, picking the right team. Yeah. All right, where do you begin? Where do you begin? So I think picking the picking the right team relates with what it is you want to do exactly okay so again and it's a boring thing to keep saying but we'll keep saying we have to (laughs) it's important that we keep on reminding you yeah you have to know what it is that you want yes know what it is that you want because it will be connected to what type of help you will need okay yeah so if I give an example of the Zambian scenario, mm-hmm. <clears throat> in Zambia, anything that's less than 120 square meters, okay, 120 square meters, and for those who are familiar with Avondale houses, because we're in Avondale, um, Avondale house in Lusaka. Um, Avondale houses are around that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I said it before in another show, so I don't know why you're shocked. It shocks me each and every single time. <laughs> so about 120 square meters, anything less than that doesn't need to be designed by an architect. Really? Yeah. 
So it can be done, designed by who? Well, you you obviously want to get somebody who knows what they're <laughs> exactly. doing because it's your house. So um, you can go ahead and like just a, design it yourself on a piece of paper. You can try. You can put on a piece of paper, but you need somebody to. Because there are requirements, like when you go to the council, there are certain drawings that they need. So you need somebody who's able to understand that and understand some of the requirements. So um, you have technicians okay. uh, who work, like say for instance, in architectural offices who are good at drafting, who are good at, they go on site. Um, so somebody like that um, would be able to do it for you. You have designers, you have, um, you have uh, people who have trained as architects, but they're not yet registered. Okay. But they have the knowledge of the design process. They have the knowledge of the regulations required. Um, so anything less than 120 square meters, can that do. can be done by them. Okay. But when I say it depends on what it is that you want, you could say that, look, I want a double story house. I want a double story house. I want it to be small. So it could be less than 120 square meters. In that case, you want to make sure you go to someone who's going to interpret what it is that you want. True. Yeah. All right. So you could still say, I want an architect. I want an architect who's able to give me this solution. Right. Or I have to hire an engineer so that I make sure that the aspects of the structure are sorted out. Because if you're doing double story, then you need a structural engineer. Um, it could be that your plot is problematic in terms of the soil conditions. Mm -hmm. So you want somebody with a specialist knowledge for your particular soil conditions to then be able to help you to get the design solution that you want and need. Okay. Yeah. So key players we're looking at an architect. So an architect, yes, an architect will design for you. An architect will will help you to be compliant mm -hmm. with the regulations. Mm -hmm. An architect will also help you to specify materials. Mm -hmm. So they'll be able to tell you what materials you need in order to be able to achieve what it is that you want. Okay. Yeah and they can supervise, they understand what, they understand what the different team players need to do in order to make this thing work. So an architect is very good at coordinating all the other, all the other team players involved in getting your house to life. Right. So architect, yeah. possibly an engineer. An engineer, yes. So um, an engineer, you get different types. Mm -hmm. You've got structural engineer, structural and civil engineer. So they're dealing with making sure this thing can... The structure that you can build. Stand. stand. Yes, making sure that if I put my roof on my walls, the thing okay, is the not going to collapse. Is yes, if... Right. Uh, Yes, the, the correct foundation, you want to make sure that it's like everything is able to hold what it is your structure should be. Uh, so that's a structural engineer. Quantity surveyor? So a quantity a surveyor, a quantity surveyor deals with cost. Okay. Yes, quantity surveyors know how much everything costs. So they also understand how everything is put together. 
So they're very good throughout the process. They can help you keep a check on your budget. You can say, so like we work with quantitative surveyors to say that, look, our client's budget is this. Mm -hmm. um, what options do I have in terms of materials? What options do I have in terms of solutions? If I do this, how will it affect my budget? So quantity surveyors are very good when you're planning. They are also very good um, as the process is going on to make sure that you are within your budget. Mm -hmm. And as construction happens, they can help keep things in check. So they can be at periodic times, they can be checking, is the contractor going this way? If you have to have a change, will, um, will it have a cost implication? So that's what quantity surveyors do. Who else have I missed? Um, so we've mentioned the engineers, but there are other engineers like electrical engineer. Okay. Yeah, electrical engineer deals with everything like electrical power, how you connect. Um, they they even go into further specialties of like CCTV security and whatnot. All those is under an electrical engineer. You've got a mechanical engineer, mechanical and plumbing engineer. They deal with your things like sewer, um, mechanical, it's things like air conditioning, maybe you've got extract fans. So they're the ones who know um, what type of what type of equipment you'll need for your house if that's what you're doing. Um, a plumbing engineer will will know like what size pipes you need to have, where they should be put. Um, everything to do with your planning. Okay. Yeah. Let me go through some oh, of the seen. people that you've mentioned. Yeah. You've mentioned an architect. Yes, architect. You've mentioned engineer. You've yeah, talked about structural, electrical, yeah. mechanical. Yeah. Uh, who have I missed? Plumbing. Plumbing. Yes. We've and said the quantity surveyor. We've talked about a quantity surveyor. You're scaring the people because this sounds extremely expensive. We're not helping people here. Like, you're scaring them. Okay. Is it okay, but seriously, yeah. Um, doesn't this depend on the the structure that you're building? The yeah. The that how big or how small yes. your house is, yes. because yes. some of these might not be necessary. Some of these, some of these may not be, may not be. Um, some of these for the less complex type of houses, mm -hmm. you won't, you won't need them. Okay. Um, <clears throat> sometimes you, you don't necessarily need a consultant because maybe the contractor is competent enough to do it. Yes. And maybe the consultant can come in to check. So you can say, okay, I'm going to get an electrical contractor. Let me stop you right there. Yeah. You're bringing in the consultant. I'm building, I'm building a house. Where all of a sudden you you mentioned a consultant. Where have they come from? I thought these I was just dealing. These are the consultants. These are the consultants. Yeah. So an architect is, is a consultant. Is a consultant. Yes. Because okay. you're right. consulting. Okay. You're 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 going to the you're going to the architect with. A problem and they give you the solution. Right. The, so, so the consultant call them by their name. The architect in this case. Yes. Okay. But then, so the difference between a consultant and a contractor, a contractor 
will actually do the work. Mm -hmm. The contractor will take what the consultant produces, the information they produce. So when you come to an architect, mm -hmm. the architect does drawings. They, they interpret everything and put it in a set of drawings. The contractor will take the drawings and any information that are produced and actually build your home. Okay. Yeah. So the contractor isn't necessarily concerned with what do you like? What do you want? How is it interpreted? No. The contractor says, okay, what do you want to do? The consultant, the architect gives to the contractor and says, this is what we want. Mm -hmm. This is my intention. This is what I want you to do. The contractor will tell you this is how much it will cost. Okay. Yeah. So contractors don't won't do what the architect has done in working through with you what you want, the process, identifying what it is you want. They can give you solutions like saying, okay, you want to do this, maybe it's cheaper to do it in this way. Or because of my skill, because of my manpower, we can do it this way. Is this fine for you? Okay. Yeah. All right. Again, I'm going to take you back because yeah. I, I speak for the ordinary person. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I am building my house for the very first time. I've yes. never done this before. Yes. So, like like you said, I'm trying to pick pick the right team. Yeah. So, I've gone all the way to, to the start. Yes. How do I go about shopping for the right people? Because I need to find the right architect. Yeah. I need, to, I need an engineer. I need to find the right engineer, yeah. how do I go about it? Because like I said, I'm doing this for the first time. Yeah. No experience, no idea. Yeah. I want to make sure I'm finding the right, right people. people. What's the best way to go about it? So the first person you'd want to go to is an architect. Um, because for most, for, for most of the issues, an architect will be able to, to help you. So because they, because they have this role that um, provides oversight over all the other professionals. Mm -hmm. An architect is a good place to start. An architect or a project manager. Okay. Yeah, those are good places to start because then they'll tell you based on the information you give them about your project, they'll be able to tell you what, um, who you will need. In Zambia, architects are architects fall under the Zambia Institute of Architects. Mm -hmm. So like professional bodies are also a good place to get people. One of the things, and I get this question a lot, why aren't architects allowed to advertise? advertise. So professionals like architects, engineers, quantity surveyors, we aren't allowed to advertise, like say for instance, the way you would for a box of conflicts. So this company will say, oh, ours is the best brand. Number one in the us. world. Yes. And then you've got adverts all over the place. We aren't allowed to do that. Our law is changing or there are efforts being put in place to change the law so that we can be more visible. Mm -hmm. But right now we're not allowed to, to do that, to say, oh, I can do you. There are laws that govern how we practice. Mm -hmm. And the reason why that's there is because what we do affects the public. So there's more scrutiny on what we do. So even with doctors, a doctor can't just do anything that they want because whatever they do is it really has um, uh, what do what do I call it? Um, 
it has implications. implications. Yes, it has implications. So, um, so then our professions are governed in that way. I was told that, um, and I could be wrong, that yeah. your work should speak for itself. Yeah, so, so yeah, and it's, it's also one of those old professions where it's like, okay, if I do work for you, you really like what I, I do, you refer me. Okay. So a lot of architects get their work by referrals. Okay. So like, who did you work with? And yeah, so that's a way that you can find an architect. When you do find an architect, don't just take their word for it that, yes, I can do. You have to have an interview. You have to do your own due diligence. You have to find out, can I work with this person? Because this process that you go through is quite a long process. And um, you need to be able, they're connecting with they're connecting with you. Mm-hmm. You're trying to communicate what it is you want and you want this person to now give you a solution and help you through the process. So because of that, you you should do your du- due diligence. Ask, um, can this person do what it is that I want? Who have you worked with? Um, how do you work with them? What's your process? You want to be comfortable with the person that you're you're working with. There are also some misconceptions when it comes yeah. to um, um, people involved in a, in a building project, your team players. Yeah. What What are some of these misconceptions? Well, one of the one of the things is that it will be cheaper for you to not use a professional. Yeah. So one building is expensive, whether we like it or not. The cost of building is the cost yes, of building. There's a cost. To yes, it. there is a cost to it. Um, involving professionals or having the right team for your project. And again, we're saying right team. So if it's a small project, you you may not need mm-hmm. an electrical engineer. Um, and even for the involvement of an architect, you may say that, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to hire you so that you do the drawings for me so that I get, I get a good design and I get good information. And I may not be involved in the supervision process. Oh, it depends on on what you want. A long time. Oh, it could be like I hire an architect, and I say, listen, you design for me, you supervise the building, and we'll, we'll handle everything, electricals, yes. plumbing, and whatnot. Yes, yes, yes. We we will do this, um, and the architect is there to guide you, so you understand. Okay, what value can the architect give me in the process? Um, Misconception. I forgot your question. Okay, misconception. <laughs> I need you to rein me in. Yeah, misconception. Um, so the the thing is, people feel like, okay, I can just go this route. I can get a drafts person. It will be cheaper for me. Um, but the the thing is, is that it ends up being more expensive because now mistakes are made. Maybe that drafts person is not good at um is not good at details details that will make sure that this thing can actually be built when an architect is designing they're also thinking through can this thing actually be built with the skill that we have here with the technologies that we have here with the money that's available so all of those things are happening and yeah, I think it's it's a matter of understanding. It's a matter of understanding, like, okay, what value can this person bring for me? And being upfront with them to say that, look, this is my budget. Yeah. 
I understand that you're important in this process. How can you help me? And yeah. you will get help. But it's important that you get it because it's it's complex. Putting a house together isn't just a matter of drawing a line. That line means something. A and a lot of people are being a lot of people are actually being crooked. Yeah. Um and they've they've actually lost money or you get into a home and just a friend was telling me the other day that this house was built and they just got a steel rod on the foundation and just did this and the thing fell apart. <laughs> so nobody was checking what was going on. Um, and there are lots of stories like, like that. that. I think I was, um, was it in the last episode? Did I, I don't know if I mentioned, uh, I met a friend of mine uh, just a few weeks ago and he yeah. said he was building and he went as far as the roof level yeah and then all of a sudden there was a crack on the foundation went yeah. all the way to and now he has to take everything down yeah and you could find that having one hour with a structural engineer will solve your problem so i think that there is there are problems there are there is a gap with how maybe us professionals communicate what it is that we do yeah. and we can do more to explain so that people understand what value they'll bring um but they are important and i hope the shows that we do sort of like highlight that and the information we put out highlights that true yeah so in summary when it comes to picking the right team what are we saying so picking the right team will um your team will depend on what it is that you want to do. At the very minimum, you need an architect. Um, anything less than 120 square meters doesn't need to be designed by an architect. But again, understand what it is that you want so that you can get the right people. Um, the, different, the different people do different things, so they're needed at different times. And if you don't know who is needed for your project, then just have a conversation very early on during the planning stage with an architect, with a project manager, where you say, look, this is this is what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. um, could you just help me and help me think through who it is that I need? At what point do I need them? This is my budget. What can I do with it? What are my what are my options? Then housing is expensive and um spending on uh spending money investing in the right team will help you protect your investment so that it goes to the right place the right time and you are within your budget we don't want sob stories i like that protecting your investment yes you're protecting the the hard-earned money that you have yeah if, if there's anything that you come away with from this yeah. episode it's about that protecting your investment yeah and that's it for today's episode of an architect and a dj build a home podcast yes. we hope you will find something interesting from this episode that you can use again thanks for the company and we'll talk to you next time Bye-bye. an architect and a dj build a home podcast is a home build zambia production recorded and produced in lusaka the show is hosted by kalenga he's the dj and me, in Pangela, I'm the architect. Video recording by Sharon Malama. Music by Bless the Creative. Technical support provided by Bless the Creative. You can find us on Instagram at home underscore build underscore Zambia or on our website homebuildzambia.com 
or contact us by email podcast at homebuildzambia.com. Thank you for listening.